When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Slee, am I out of my mind yes. thinking that oh. Ellie De La Cruz looks like what baseball players are going to look like in the year 2175? He looks like he's from the future. I mean, just tall, strong, fast, powerful. It's like, where, what is this? What I, what I never understand is when guys come up, how they look like they've been there for seven years already. He looked like he had been there for seven years. Did you watch any of the game last night? Yeah. Okay, so did you hear when Joe Davis and Oral Horsheiser were talking about that he left his family at six years mm-hmm. old to go play baseball? Six. Like, I, I've heard tennis players and the golfers, they go to those academies in Florida and stuff. Luca six. left at a young age to yeah. go play. He's playing in Barcelona or whatever. Six. To go play, you know, develop with a coach, and it's like, how do you even whoa. know at six? I guess I guess he's the youngest of a series of brothers. I forget if it was three or four, okay. but there's the De La Cruz family is a baseball family, mm. and they sent their guys to these coaches and trainers at six years old to go play baseball, and none of the other guys made the big leagues, but uh, De La Cruz, the Ellie De La Cruz, who made his debut with the Reds last night. Number one looks, prospect in the country. It's pretty legit. Oh, like when he came up to legit. bat, I'm like, yeah, don't throw this guy a strike. Like, there's just some guys do walked not in his first at bat, right? Yeah. Okay. That's when they got their three runs in yep. the uh, in the first. Doubled later in the game. His uh, might have been might have even been his second at bat, but that double we we were talking about a little bit. 112 off the bat, hardest hit ball of the season for the Cincinnati Reds, and he's played. <laughs> he had two at bats. One game of the Reds. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, who can uh, who can what ball is going faster? Is it going to be De La Cruz's hit or O'Neill Cruz's throw from third to first? <laughs> O'Neill Cruz is pretty wild too. Yeah, the answer to hardest hit ball is always Giancarlo Stanton. Much like the answer is always Will Wilt Chamberlain yeah. at the NBA. So who's hit the hard uh, Stanton? It's always him. So when did you left your family at nine? <laughs> <laughs> I still do radio. Look, if it if it weren't weird, <laughs> you left his family at nine to go do radio. I'd move back in with my parents tomorrow. I, <laughs> this was great. My mom's a good cook. My dad's a good hang. My mom likes awesome. to yell at the TV like I do. We'd have, we'd have a great time right. together. I, I'd move back in. No time missed. No. Like, but maybe that's what it is. Once I get all of my kids out of the house, I can move you back, go back in, in with my parents. I think Susan and Susan loves my folks, and but I don't think she'd be super excited about that. You never know. You never know. So, what was your question about the Dodgers? All right. So, what is before the season started? Okay. If I said, Chav, what are the goals for the Dodgers this year? All right. And and let me properly put it. Listen, every team in Major League Baseball. 15 of them are going to say, want to make the playoffs and then kind of figure out what we do from there. Um, There's certain teams that have bigger expectations. The Houston Astros have been uh, a juggernaut. The Atlanta Braves, a really good chance of winning a World Series this year. The Los Angeles Dodgers, a little bit more of a unique situation where their roster did not improve in the offseason. They decided that they were going to build from within, they were going to bring guys up, more players were going to get opportunities that you kind of really didn't have an answer for. I, I don't know how Altman's guys like Altman and Vargas. I don't know yeah. how Vargas is going to do. Gavin Lux can't play. He's out before he's out during spring training. The reason why I ask is what is the goal for the Los Angeles Dodgers this year? I understand how much everybody keeps talking about Shohei. Mm-hmm. Well, they're saving their money for Shohei. Hypothetically, saving that that money for Shohei. But they are also the Los Angeles Dodgers, are incredibly competitive this year, look good enough to make the playoffs, which is always the goal, and then you kind of see what happens from there. What? How would you define what, what the goal is for the Dodgers? Because the issues that they have with their bullpen or, hey, why don't they go out? They got so many, they're, they're, they have so many prospects as well. Why not use some of that to also put yourself in a position this year where I'm assuming the goal is to win a World Series, but I don't know that based upon what they've done since last offseason to now. Yeah, well, I don't think that the, the Dodger, the, the easy answer and the short answer like you're talking about is go win the World Series. But I think you're right. This is more nuanced than that. They're trying to do the thing that almost no one can do. 
they're trying to be not just competitive, right? Like a team, a team like the Arizona Diamondbacks is trying to be competitive, right? But they're also very much in a developmental stage. That the, 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 they're early. They're, they are early. Mm-hmm. But the idea of we're going to go win the World Series this year, nobody that's being honest inside the Arizona Diamondbacks thinks they're going to win the World Series. Can it happen? Sure, but that was not the goal. The goal was we got a nice crop of young guys. Let's see who's the really good guys out of this group, and let's see what happens. And they are a little early, so they're in a developmental stage. The Padres are in a win-now, yeah. right? They just went out and spent all of this money. They went out and got all of these high-dollar high guys. The high, Mets. The Mets are a perfect example. They're in a win-now mode. The Dodgers are trying to live in both of those camps at the same time. That they are giving out a lot of money. Mookie makes a lot of money. Uh, Freddie Freeman makes yep. a lot of money. Kershaw paid. Ker- Ker- yeah. Ker- just but, use that example, yep. But they're also trying to be very strategic and not just spending it to spend it. Justin Turner, you need that second year? Sorry, no. We're going to do a one-year deal with with uh, J.D. Martinez. He's delivered. Right? Tyler Anderson, you get a third year from the – you know what? We, go get we, it. We can't go there. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. We're not going to do it. You're right. They do have all of these prospects. They do have all of these assets that are potentially valuable to go get current major leaguers. They don't make many bad deals. They're, they almost never make a deal for the now – that is going to hurt them for the later. They'll they'll spend it when it's time to go. If you're going to get a Scherzer and a Turner, I'm going to have to give you some. I'm going to have to give you a Ruiz. I'm going to have to give you a Gray, right? If I want somebody that's a high-level guy like that, I have to pay for it. But when it comes to, and, and let's just throw this out there, right? Like a Aroldis Chapman's name is going to get thrown around a lot over the next month or two. He's still a very effective reliever. He's on a very bad team in Kansas City, and he seems to he's back at that 101, 102 range. They're not going to go give you a bunch of high leverage or, and high value minor league players for a role as Chapman. That's the, the reason they're in it every year is because they don't do stuff like okay. that. Okay. Do you think it also has cost them because there have been times where they didn't pay? Maybe they didn't pay extra to say, "Listen, if we get this guy, we're the team to beat, we're the squad well, to beat, or we really shore up something that there's a hole." They, in. They've made some mistakes in the sense like they they picked wrong. They they picked Darvish instead of Verlander, right? They probably could have had either one of those guys back in 2017. They picked Darvish. Darvish wasn't the guy. Verlander has been great ever since. They they've made some mm. bad decisions or or just decisions that didn't work. But when you look at what they do, their their postseason success is what it is, and and there's not a ton of it over the last ten years. But when it comes to roster construction, when it comes to managing their money, they'll spend it, but they're not going to spend it ill-advised. Yeah, They're really, really good. And this year is, we want to compete for a World Series, but I need to see if Altman can play, if Lux can play, if Vargas can play. we got to go figure that out. we got to figure if Tony Gonsolin is going to be a guy that we extend. we got to figure out if who – they're trying to figure out all these things. And at the same time, oh, by the way, keep all that money over there because the greatest thing that any of us have ever seen is a very likely target for us. It's, it's an incredibly narrow needle to thread for them. I'm okay with – I'm okay with all that. I think I think the way you just described it of we're trying to figure out are these guys major leaguers which guys are we going to hold on to which guys are we going to extend with the kids I'm okay with all that the problem I have is is Shohei going to affect competing this they're already competing how much does Shohei come into play of what you do this year to try to compete for a World Series. That's I think all. That, I, it, it's a fair question, and I think it would be a better question if the Dodgers were knocking around 500 and barely hanging in the playoff picture. Then then it's more of a, hey, should you have been a little but, bit but more But isn't aggressive? it more fair of a question now that they are playing good baseball, that they, have, they are 9, 10 games above 500? what would you have liked them to have done differently? I'm just saying that by the time you get to the trade deadline, we've spent – an hour today talking about that bullpen's just not good yeah, enough. It sucks. You agree that you can't be the 26th best bullpen in Major League Baseball and go in a World Series. That that just that that doesn't that doesn't add up. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is that I'm not I'm not um the Dodgers are in my opinion they're a dangerous team. They're a good team. They still scored 8 runs yesterday. Okay, they had a bad night. Okay, that that happens. That's not the problem. The problem is when push comes to shove and you get closer to the trade deadline and you're sitting where you're let's say they're sitting in the exact same place they're third in the in the in the NL they're right in the thick of the NL West are you going to stop yourself from making a deal that you think will help you this year and it might maybe it does hurt you in a year maybe they you gave up a little bit they won't do that the deal that you're describing they won't do it they won't do it they they never have 
They, they, they never do the, the deal that you're describing that, you know what, just do it. F it. We'll, we'll, we'll deal with it. Just give it to them. It's fine. Maybe they don't do that. And I think that's why they're in it year after year. And after I think year. that's also part of the reason why. Maybe. But they don't do that it. They haven't cashed in more. No. Is that there hasn't been that. I don't know if that's the explanation why they haven't cashed it in. I think well, the reason they haven't cashed it in is because they just have played like, you know what, when it matters most. Now, the reason for that, I don't know. But it's not that their bullpen, it's Freddie Freeman does stops hitting. It's Mookie stops hitting. It's, it, it's that's what's going on. It's not that their fourth bullpen guy spit the bit. Sure. It's their big guys haven't really stepped up in those moments. They don't do bad deals. And, and I don't think that this year. Now, if they can get a middle-of-the-road guy for a middle-of-the-road price, sure. If they can get high-level guys for a high-level price, sure. You know, Max Scherzer and Trey Turner were expensive. Josiah Gray is a good big league pitcher. Kyber Ruiz seems to be kind of finding his way there. It's an expensive deal. It was worth it. They got a Hall of Famer in Scherzer. You went all in for that year. For and and they, and they both performed Actually, that's at the, a super high level. And that's the best explanation is they did go all in. Yeah. They in thought that they, specific it year. was right yeah. there, and they went for it. They, they went for it, and they just missed it. Yeah. But they don't do that. I'm going to give you a dollar for something that it should probably cost 50 cents. They don't do that. Don't you love the overreaction in June when they lose one game to the Reds when they were up 8-3? to three? Gratterall and Almonte gave up seven hits in two innings, Al. I feel like the reaction is uh, appropriate. You and I go in there. We give up eight <laughs> hits? 11? I mean, I could it be that much worse? Probably a little worse, but, I mean, we're not major leaguers. No. Seven hits in two innings? A lot. It's too many. You only got to pitch one inning, eh. maybe one hit. Sure, two, eh, seven. If you if I told you Ferguson threw thirty pitches, you're like, ah, oh, what do you go? He two and a half innings. Down. No, he he melted down. Yeah, Umpire missed a call, and then he just completely lost. Look, I'm I'm gonna play this again because Dave Roberts probably should have used Shelby Miller at the start of the ninth inning with all those right handers coming up. But this is but it not, wasn't on the uh, wasn't on the script. Uh, bingo, bullseye, right dead in the center of it. That's exactly right. Dave Roberts does not go at his guys like he did last night. Yeah, they're not throwing the ball well. There's walks in there. Like I said, there's hits, bat, hit batsmen in there. Uh, there's no punch, and then you're getting the walk. And so that's a bad combo. And so, uh, you know, when you look down there and, uh, you know, I can trust guys, but it comes with, uh, it's got to work both ways. And um, the talent's there, but um, they've got to do their part too. And uh, tonight was a, a night that we shouldn't have lost this game. I can trust you, but I, you got to give me a reason to trust you. We can't lose a game to that team that way when we don't even throw the ball over the plate. That's as critical of his players mm. as I've heard Dave Robertson. I, I can't remember the last time he did something like that. Yeah, it just makes me think of Bill and Chatsworth. And just, you know, I think we obviously found the name. Uh, it's Bill. And the fact that he hasn't called in a couple hours is also very disappointing. Lionel Messi has confirmed that he is joining MLS Inter Miami. He's going to play, he told Sport and Mundo Deportivo. And breaking news on 710 is brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and coupons today. How do you feel about it, Messi? I'm very excited. I like the Apple deal. I like Miami. I like warm weather. And I'm going to go out and I'm going to get a Cuban sandwich. And I'm going to go to South Beach. And I'm going to party. And I'm going to have a great time. What if we find a partner that says, <laughs> hey, we really want to stand out. The only time you do our reads, you do it in the messy voice. <laughs> Call me. Tell me that that wouldn't stand out. Something. I think you're on to something. I don't want an exclusive deal. I want to be able to do it whenever I want, and I want ice cream, and I want to go to Chuck E. Cheese. Now, Messi, <laughs> you thought I'd give you a dirty look. You should see Taylor. Oh, he hates it. You should see <laughs> Taylor. But you guys have My brother. The that more awesome. that you guys hate it, the more I like it, right? So I'm just saying that, you, that if you really want me to stop, you got to encourage me to do it. What we need to do is we need you to be at that game in September when LAFC plays in Miami. It's your a 800 bucks, Emily. Yeah, if, you, if, you, if you want to do it, money. sure. Mr. Mr. GKB over there, we gotta we got to make sure we get him there because he needs to do this voice on the sidelines. And interviews him. You need to be in the press room. You need uh, to get a press I'm pass. too much of a coward to do that. I don't think I could interview him. In Come on. Like the thing is, I still don't know what his voice is. But in my mind's <laughs> eye, it's always good. Or my mind's Messi. ear. How was the fruit punch? It 
was delicious, but I wanted grape. I don't like fruit punch. Orange like slices. Orange. Okay, all right. Nice. I Relax want there. peaches, not orange slices. All right, you have vivid seats here. Do it all on that. <laughs> no, nah, they got to they pony up. <laughs> if they want it. If they, they want to stand out. <laughs> exactly right. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Why is messy so hard, like it's taxing, physically difficult for me to do? I think it's more of a mental thing. Could be. I don't think it has anything to do with your pipes. Like, you could do 15 hours for three straight months, 15 hours a week, three straight months, and you're fine. You do messy for six minutes, you're done. 20 seconds. You're I run done. out of breath. I think, you know what? I think I just, I'm holding my breath while I do it. I need to figure out my breath while I'm doing my messy. I'll workshop it. Now? No, I'll workshop it tonight. I, I would know. I would hate to break the illusion. Like, you don't, you don't just show up and do the show. You got to go workshop it in smaller clubs. I get clubs. that, but, you know. We still got another hour or so. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow when I okay. show up and, and Messi has held his press conference or whatever it we is. We don't need December voice Travis, which is when it kind of goes away. It's December! Disgusting. Shortly after Thanksgiving is when that guy shows up or yeah. Keyshawn's Super Bowl party. One, one or the other. Yeah. So, Who's to say? Sometimes what's, the, what's responsible? <laughs> what's happening at both those times that makes your voice go away? <laughs> I couldn't. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, Emily. <laughs> what do you, how am I supposed to figure that out? Yeah, exactly. I have no She's idea. She's supposed to know. Game three tonight. Yeah. Heat Nuggets. Um, you think the Heat are going to win tonight? Yeah, I think Heat win. Why? I think I think Heat um, hold home court. First, let let me say this here. I I do not think or believe that this was an awful matchup for the Miami Heat. I think. Denver plays a certain style of basketball. It's a beautiful style of basketball. It really is. The ball is moving. Joker is arguably the best passer in the NBA. Jamal Murray, if he gets going, watch out for Jamal Murray. Um, Miami's style is we kind of muddy the water, do what we need to do. They hit threes. They have guys that are actual real threats to hit threes. Mm-hmm. They have a real closer in Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. They play defense. They got multiple guys that can switch. It's not like I, I never thought I never thought when the series it's kind of funny my girl and I were, were driving back from Joshua Tree and I'm listening to all these things this is on our way back to Pasadena I'm listening to some NBA final stuff and you know people giving their perspective all that poor lady Slay. Uh, here's the funny <laughs> thing here's the funny thing she has a lot of questions okay so she's like um, so is Denver just supposed to dominate I'm like actually I think game two. I mean, this kind of will tell a lot. If Miami just keeps it close, I'm literally telling her this in the car. <laughs> I believe you. I'm like, if they just keep it close, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be a close game. We'll see what happens. But if they win, then you know they, they obviously handle their business. Game starts. She's watching some of the game. We're cooking all that stuff, and and it's a close game. It's fourth quarter, and and Miami pulls away. I just wasn't that surprised. I I, I don't think that it's nothing against the Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets might win by twenty tonight, and and that kind of shuts down our conversation. Yeah, but. Miami went through Milwaukee, through Boston, mm-hmm. 
through the Knicks. Okay, no big deal there, but still the New All York right. Knicks. They beat the number one and the number two seeds in the Eastern Conference. After they got their hearts broken in game six in Miami because of that putback by Derek White, they stepped up to the presser with a microphone. I don't know how we're going to do it, Eric Spolstra, but we're going to go to Boston and and win game seven and win a game. Jimmy Butler, you know, I'm the reason why I'm not worried is I didn't play well, so I know that I'm going to play well in game seven. Mm-hmm. They have something about them that maybe there is something from a mental perspective that I'm sold on whatever they're saying. I believe what they're saying. Yeah, I mean, sure. But the other side of this is Denver's just better. The other side is Denver finally lost. Is they, it Milwaukee just better? They, is they it are, Boston but, more talented? But think about it. They'd won, they'd won seven in a row. In the NBA, a seven-game winning streak is really hard to do, right? It's the NBA. Every, everybody's pretty good. And then you get a team like Miami who's better than pretty good. They lost a game. They still had won seven in a row. They still are the number one seed. They still have looked like it. And they didn't play their best game in game two, but it was okay. And they were in the game. Up eight in the fourth. fourth. Yeah. I was going to say that this wasn't like they got run over. No. They lost. Mm -hmm. It it feels a lot like they lost when they lost to Minnesota or when they lost to Phoenix a couple of times where it wasn't that they did anything wrong necessarily. It's that Phoenix was really good. Miami made a bunch of shots. They, they, Miami played really well. I think if they're both just kind of what they are, the advantage for the Nuggets is significant. They're a better team kind of from the one through seven or eight, which is really all you kind of play in the postseason. Yeah. They're just better. And if they both kind of play to the way that they're supposed to, they're going to win these games. And, and, and I think that just because the underdog grabbed one again, which they've been really good at, and look, everybody's been eating crow because they keep saying, ah, it's not going to, it's not going to happen again. It's not, it might happen again. But I've just seen the Nuggets look awfully good way too many times to jump off that bandwagon. I, I think that they're going to win. I think that they're going to win in five or six games. I think the I think it's a series. Let's put it that way. I think we're going to have a good series. And if Denver ends up winning that series, no shock. Oh, look, the shock will be Miami beats the Denver Nuggets. Well, think, that think Miami would have gone through Milwaukee. Not I want the number one, on. the number Go two, back. the you number skip, one. You skipped something. They lost a play-in game. Yeah. Like that that's not nothing. That they're A, they were in the play-in game, which means for eighty-two games, they are kind of just okay mm-hmm. if you're in that range. They lost to an Atlanta team in a play-in game. Atlanta wasn't very good either. They were okay. They would have right? had Boston in the first round. They would have had Boston. Instead they, had Milwaukee. They get Milwaukee. But they again, this is not like well, Jimmy Butler was out for all the same. He just came back at the exact right time. They've kind of had their guys more or less, and they kind of ride the wave. That they haven't just smashed everybody, but they've been in it with everybody. I think that Denver is by far the best team that they've run into. I think that Denver not only is the best team, they're playing really well. Right, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, kind of all over the map. They're great one game, they're bad the next game. Embiid and Harden, kind of the same thing. Jokic and Murray have been really well, good the I, entire postseason. I think there's something about how much talent do you have and how good is your team. Because you can make the argument that Milwaukee had more talent. You can make the argument that Boston has more talent than the Denver Nuggets. Mm-hmm. But the Nuggets play the best team basketball with a lot of talent. And what, with a lot thing, of talent. You mentioned Spolstra. Michael Malone, is he's a highly competent NBA coach. Joe Missoula might not be. Right, they, we'll see. Or needs what that time because he's thirty-four Maybe. years old and is three, four years that, years away, or whatever. That was is. not something you're sending to the Basketball Hall of Fame on coaching expertise in mm-hmm. that round. It's fine, whatever. He'll learn. He's young. All of these things. Michael Malone knows what he's doing, just like Eric Spolster does. He's probably not on that level, but he's also not a rookie head coach who's got. Oh, he's been there eight big, years now. Been there a long time. Mm-hmm. He knows his guys as well as anybody. The Nuggets missed some shots in the fourth quarter. They're wanna, due to miss some shots. You want to come over, or how do you want to do this? No. Just come over. Bring uh, some deep dish you, pizza. You, <laughs> you live far away, Steve. I'll order Thai food from the wrong Thai food place <laughs> and have it delivered to another Thai food spot. I shouldn't say you live far away. I live far away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah don't come at me. Yeah, no, it's not. It's You're the not one that you. said you're closer to Petco Park than you are Dodger Stadium. By like four miles. It's It, it, it bothers me. It does, but it's, it is closer. That's why you just shouldn't move a, and just go to road a, or go to home Angel games against the teams that you want to see. It's a much easier get to get in and out of Petco. Dodger Stadium's like a... You gotta, no, Petco's you, bad, too. You're, it's not good. Yeah. Nothing's as bad as Dodger Stadium. We went to the game on Monday. I basically said, hey, drop me off at SeaWorld. <laughs> I told the Uber. I'm like, I'll walk here from SeaWorld. But getting an Uber at Dodger Stadium's a nightmare. It, it's yeah, just, you can't it, do that. It's just... It, 
there's nothing worse than getting in and out. In is all right, I mm-hmm. guess. Out, forget. Wednesday night against the Pirates, it's gonna you're gonna sit there for 45 minutes. It's just the way that it goes. Place is kind of a drag. That's a lot. Of that. This is why. Look, maybe we go to some Angel games. Easy in and out. The Angel game. That's interesting because not only easy in and out, but um, it'll Shohei action. And then while you're getting Shohei and Trout, you can watch your squad at the same time. That's not bad. Not not. Yeah, it depends on who they're playing. I'm going to need to know. I need a Shohei pitching day. I thought you were going to a Dodger. Oh yeah, those Dodger. are hard tickets to get though. If it if it's Dodgers in the Big A, it's not an easy in and out because the place is filled with Dodger fans. Stop saying in and out. <laughs> are you getting hungry? Super Crosstalk is presented by... <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm almost out of my gift cards. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Remember when they gave us some gift cards when Super Crosstalk got sponsored? Uh, I'm down to my last one. And Emily, I've already gone through all of yours, too. Dang it. I know. Yeah, what do you do? Do you like email at In-N-Out Burger <laughs> and just say, add I, a gift card? I'm hoping that Cates is hearing this right now yeah. and he will address the situation accordingly. Mark! <laughs> just make sure that he gets this segment. All right, let's talk a little bit about what, uh, speaking of the Angels, what Anthony Rendon said, because... At first, I'm like, dude, what is this guy talking about? And then it's like, you know what? He might be the only one that has the courage to actually say it. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Just because, Taylor? I don't know. I'm just preparing for our transition to a country station. <laughs> I, I, for one, welcome our new overlord. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> you might be the GM. Are you a Simpsons fan? <laughs> this guy's going to be running the whole That was thing. the Simpsons reference. That's yeah. why, I, yeah, yeah, I know. I, I didn't know that you're a, are, is that just one you know, or are you a fan? I know a few. Yeah. Okay. Episodes or lines? Just lines, okay. yeah. Taylor's going to be in the uh, conference <laughs> room. Everyone will be sitting looking at Taylor. He's going to be looking at the numbers. What the hell is this? I want to offset the messy voice with something lower, too, mm. you know. So here we go. Josh Turner. It's a good song. No problem listening to this. It's fine. Yeah, while well, you eat some, uh, you know. Corn on the cob horizontally. <laughs> yeah, let's let's move off of that. I feel like that. She clearly <laughs> it's it's similar to and she's preoccupied. Well, with no, it. here's what it's similar. Just thinking to. about it, it's similar to when you say, "The more you don't like something, you do it." The more you tell her to move off from it, the more she's like writing it down, saying, "You know what? Twelve thirty-four. She is an adult woman who can do whatever she would like to do. I cannot prevent her from doing anything. She has her own free will. Right. I just would like her to continue to work here. So I'm just trying to help. Hey, I'm just saying we should all eat corn corn on the cob horizontally. I agree with you. I don't think you needed to mention the hat or anything else. Yeah. Cold tattoo. That's just me. I didn't. I missed the tag. Never mind. I I uh, I don't want to know. So. The Angels actually had a nice win last night. They were down four to nothing early in that game. Came back and won seven to four. Um, whatever. They're still like nine games out of first place in the American League West, and they've got to jump over two back from just grabbing one of those top six. Two back. Mm-hmm. So they with how many teams in front of them? Uh, just they're actually they're seventh. So they're seventh in the AL. In the AL, seventh in the American League. Okay. They're thirty-two and thirty. In front of them is a Blue Jays, thirty-four and twenty-eight. So. 
they're hanging around hanging in a wild card spot. Yep. But they also have some real problems. Mm-hmm. One of the problems is that the guy that's eating up most of the money on the team, the highest paid player on the team, Anthony Rendon, doesn't play. And and he's back. They activated him. He's coming back. Um and he was asked if there's heightened pressure to produce more wins and catch up in the standings. And he said, no, not really. Because to be honest, this organization sucked for so long. We haven't made the playoffs in a long time. And I take the burden too, even if I wasn't here for those years. I came into this organization and I want to win. And we all want to win. That's what everyone wants to tell you. There's no extra pressure. We just need to win now. If I'm on that field, I put that jersey on. I expect to be perfect. That's just me. I want to be the best person out there. Okay, he's... He's the only guy on this team, really, Al, that can speak from a place of, I know what it takes to go win a World Series. He's done it. He was he was a member of the Nats when they won and the World Series. a big piece. A huge mm-hmm. piece. Arguably, other than those two pitchers, the most important piece that they had along with Juan Soto. At first, I, I, I saw that. I'm like, dude, really? You're taking all the money. You're giving zero production, and you're telling them that they suck? That was my first read on it. Fact of the matter is... The Angels are probably short on talent, but they're short on somebody that has got some fire in their belly. Mm-hmm. I know that Otani has it. We saw what happened in the WBC, but they're all kind of flatliners. None of them really are willing to speak out and say, this is unacceptable. This doesn't work. We need to do better. We've been crappy. We suck. We've sucked for a long time. The more I thought about it, the more I'm like, you know, I'm glad somebody finally said what's obviously true, and maybe it does turn them around and give them a little spark. Sometimes I think the problem is is who's the messenger mm-hmm. and what Rendon signed for two forty something forty million a year right. or close to it two forty five I think was his contract okay Rendon you're right hasn't been on the field enough to he's been one of the problems one of the problems you got so much money going to this guy now it's not his fault. Anthony Rendon did not sign himself to a multi-year deal worth $245 million. But to say that there's no pressure to produce, he's not wrong on that. You don't have pressure when you're guaranteed $245 million. He does not have pressure. Pressure is that dude that's sitting in AAA and has been trying to get up to the majors, and if he gets to the majors, has no idea if he's going to get called back down to the AAA. Pressure is not $245 million. I already got a championship ring. I came to the Angels not to win. I came to the Angels to get paid. Mm-hmm. The, the, the part here that I came into this organization, I want to win, and we all want to win. That's what everyone wants to tell you. There's no extra pressure. We just need to win now. My problem with the quote is I don't feel like Rendon has any pressure and I don't feel like anything's going to change with Anthony Rendon. And I think the the fact that the quote came from him and he's taken $245 million of your money, um, there is pressure on the Angels. They're about to lose Shohei Otani. But Rendon, what pre- type of pressure is on his back for that? Okay, Otani leaves, Otani stays. What does it really matter to Rendon? I, I, I get what you're saying about the money, that he's not under any economic pressure, but he has been one of the big reasons they've been so bad and 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 i don't look he, he's not worried about paying for college he's not worried about putting food on the table but i would imagine that when you take 40 million a year i think it's like 38 and a half from from your team and you literally give them nothing that's terribly embarrassing right they, they you just you know you are a incredibly expensive asset that is yeah. producing next to nothing I, I would think that the weight of that is on him but i, okay, I can i just say this sure. to you how many times have you and I talked about Rendon in the last... Never. Other than when he tried to punch an A's fan. So what's the pressure? The the pressure is you're not living up to expectations. I, I understand it's not the pressure of survival. If Rendon was a Dodger? Oh, it's totally different. Look, there's a reason he chose not to come to the Dodgers. And, but, and I think and there's also obviously a reason why the Dodgers didn't offer him $245 million for 38 and a half a year. Right. But I think what you just said about the pressure usually also is attached to what are the expectations for the team. Yeah, I, you're, you're not wrong, but the reason I like it, who else is going to say it? Trout's not going to do yeah, it. No, he's got nothing to say. Nothing to pedigree. say. Nothing yeah. to say. He won a World Series and was a big influential person the, in that World Series. But the problem Phil, is... Phil Nevin's just trying to survive as the skipper of that team. He's not going to say it. 
right? Perry Manassian can say it from the general manager's office. And by the way, he's done a halfway decent job, but it doesn't have the only three people that I think can honestly say something like that and have people at least listen to it. Trout, who won't. Mm-hmm. Shohei Otani, who's dealing with language and cultural barriers and probably has already checked out as far as, like, I'm not going to be here. And like, is already doing everything right. he possibly can and, and, and delivering yep. every single night. Everyone else are just kind of, you know, regular run-of-the-mill players or very, very young and just getting started. Rendon has a World Series championship, does make the most money on the team. I agree, it's a little hollow considering loses, his production. I was just going to say, just that's my but only... But it needed to be said. I don't have a problem with it being said. and I, I don't want to make it sound like that. I just think that it says a lot. Because, to be honest, this organization sucked for so long. But he's we not haven't wrong. made the He's not wrong. But... Like you said at the beginning, that a lot of this is because of your contract, yeah. too, that has a oh, lot no, no, to do no. with it. It has a lot to do with it, but I don't think he's shirking. He's not saying, well, I've done everything mm-hmm. I'm supposed to do. He's not saying that. No, he's not doing he that. He knows that the reason they've sucked during his tenure is largely in part that he never Because plays. it starts at the top, and they paid him $245 million, and that's just one indication of all the other bad news. That that this is what passes for angel news that isn't otani related i think speaks to where that whole team is what time are you going to the game tonight (laughs) this is otani's like like i'm gonna pitch and if if it works out great i'll go on a world series or a playoff run but yeah man what what uh, june okay june july august i mean i could probably start to be at uh camelback ranch maybe late january with the dodgers is that one is like is that the first time i could show up just feels like he's counting his minutes i don't think you could do that i think you have to you know, you got to do the one, two, three Cancun at some point. <laughs> one, two, three Camelback Ranch. <laughs> Why not, right? Why not? It, I, it just is such a drag that this dude is stuck on that team because look, uh, Andy was in here when you were in Joshua Tree. Yep. And just let's pull, highest rated show let, we've had. Let's pull back for a second. Just very, very simply here. The Angels are going to take Mike Trout's entire career, combine it with Shohei Otani's debut in the major leagues where he performed at an MVP level multiple times and have nothing to show for it. Just as as simple as that. Take take the money, take the ownership. They've had prime Trout. No, I think that's I, I think it's, you're complimenting too much. I'm not complimenting anybody. I'm just saying just in a in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. You have the best player in the last 10 years for sure, maybe one of the four or five best players in the last 50 years, you have something no one's ever seen before. And perform- and you have nothing? What a, what a colossal embarrassment. But the, when you say you have nothing, I think that doesn't even give the context to it. You never played in anything meaningful. Is That's it, nothing. But, but even more detail to it, because what you... You could say you have nothing, as in you don't have a championship. No, you no. didn't win a World Series. This. Nothing. But that nothing, I don't even think, describes it enough. I think we need to, when you say nothing, I need more details to say they've never, what meaningful game have they ever been in together? Nothing. That's what they're, they're, they're there's no, con, nothing is nothing. There's no needed added context. Nothing. What have you done? Nothing. What context yeah, but is there to that? Nothing will <laughs> offer a follow-up question from me. Which is what? Like, can you define nothing? We've played nothing. We haven't done anything. Have you had any good players? Oh, yeah, we had two best players that anybody's ever seen. Damn. Nothing. Just as simple as that. They've done nothing in 10 years. This is Otani's sixth year with the team. This is Mike, Mike Trout's 30. Remember when he was like, hey, this guy. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Imagine what this guy's going to do. Well, he did. Nothing. That's a problem. That's like having Shaq and Kobe and never making the playoffs, never doing anything. That's having Mookie and Clayton Kershaw and finishing below 500 year after year after year. Nothing. I'm going to go back to the quote here. Rendon was asked whether his team feels heightened pressure to produce more wins and catch up in the standings. No, not really. Because to be honest, the organization sucked for so long. We used to have quotes in each one of these offices. There used to be a quote outside the office. I want this quote. (laughs) No, not really, because to be honest, this organization sucked for so long. Anthony Rendon. So this is where you need some context. It's what did you think? You think you were signed with the Yankees? 
Did you think you were signing with the Atlanta Braves? Who did you think you were taking this money from? No. No, not really. He knew he was signing with an organization that there would be no pressure to go That's grab what I'm your $245 million. This is what I'm saying. That you didn't take this. Well, they sucked. It's like you knew they sucked before you took their money. Don't be surprised that they continued to. This is Yeah, not- the only surprise is if they didn't suck. <laughs> Which he says that they do from the guy that makes all the money. It's fun. Nice team. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, <laughs> 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This sounds like a lot. Emily is our social media maven. Um... Inter Milan, or excuse me, Inter Miami has added one million Instagram followers no today. So maybe, come on, maybe a Messi's gonna, you know, juice the juice the Inter Miami numbers a little bit. One million more followers today because uh, Messi has joined that team. Only a few names that can do it. You know, it, when when yeah. when LeBron, if LeBron decided. I'm use that. Let's a bad example, but I'll use it as an example. If LeBron decided he's going to go in his final year, somebody was going to pay him in Europe overseas. They were going to pay him whatever it. Is. It didn't matter. It was a hundred million. million. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. There's only a few players: Ronaldo, LeBron, uh, Messi. You tell me whatever well, small handful of players I, I those are. I don't know if it goes beyond R- Messi and Ronaldo. Because Mbappe, of the sp- maybe. Maybe Mbappe. It's the sport. Could be Mbappe. Uh, the sport has as much to do with it because it's so international. I know the NBA is not just domestic, Yeah, but I don't think anything is in the universe of, of soccer, mm-hmm. right? So- soccer is literally the one everybody everywhere sure. is a soccer person. It's the most popular sport in the world. R- right? Yep. So I, even LeBron obviously would draw a lot of attention and juice those things, but I think it has to be a – maybe, like, I don't even know if this is a great – Some of these NBA players, how popular they are in China. Sure. It's going to be something like that. But aren't these other guys popular like that there too? And they get every other – they get Africa, they get Europe, they get mm-hmm. South America, they get all of these places. In Asia – I mean, it's it's extraordinary. Maybe the Saudis should have offered yep. more. I lost six Instagram followers since this morning. Josh Allen is going to be on the cover of Madden 24. Are you a believer in the Madden curse, Lee? Who was on it last year? Emily, you want to help us out here? Got to find that real quick. So they've had I, the, Peyton I, I, I know there's been a lot. Guys. RG3 was one of these guys. Michael Vick oh, was one of these guys. Oh, last year it was Madden because uh, it was oh, yeah, the first right. year after he That's passed. Right. Okay. Yep. But the, it's not one or two. It is literally a couple of handfuls of guys who've appeared on this and had the word. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I think, was the, a victim so of the curse. The one before John Madden last year was uh, Mahomes and Brady. And I think Mahomes kind of broke the mold because he's still pretty good. But obviously, Brady retired, isn't same person every every person antonio brown was on it and like i think in 2018 something yeah, like that goes back yeah. a long way it does marshall falk got it's- injured the year michael vick got injured uh in a preseason game ray lewis back in 2005 donovan McNabb. do i believe in it uh, there's a, a lot of data here <laughs> it's not reaching a point That's where one of those i don't believe in the madden curse but can you not put me on there <laughs> Right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm Josh Allen and yeah. they come to me and say, hey, we're thinking about putting you on the cover of the most popular video game in sure. the sport, one Freaking of the most popular Madden. video games ever. Oh, what a compliment. We're going to put you on the cover. Yeah. Would you like to do it? Guys, I think that's amazing. And I had think that that Madden Curse thing is total BS. I couldn't tell you, but no, thank you. 
uh, put call Burrow. Put Joe Burrow on it. I'm good. You know, if you want to put, uh, I don't know, put any of these other guys on there. You want to put, uh, you know, so I'm, Mahomes I'm, on again. I'm knock not. Yourself I'm out. not one that believes in it, but the problem is. It's brought up every single year, and there is a lot of data say, on it that it's just like becomes a mental thing. It's not one or two over twenty years. It's like thirteen out of twenty years. I don't like the, those <laughs> those stats. It's just I like the statistics. It's not great. Happy birthday to uh, Allen Iverson, who turns forty-seven years old today. He has to be on the list of most impactful guys that don't look like they were going to be impactful guys like Allen Iverson not only was a great player but he was a cultural force he was somebody that was so popular among fans among his fellow players and Allen Iverson is a little dude playing in a sport that is filled with big guys it's funny I hear so many NBA players that look back at the game and Iverson's name comes up so much of what he meant to the sport, or oh my gosh, that was one of the toughest guys to guard, or you got that um, that that very famous moment with him crossing over Jordan. Oh sure, setting him up once, oh, then sure. cross him over the second time. Um, certain players, it's not just about their game. Give me, I need more info. How big was he? Oh, was he able to dominate? Was he able to do this? Wait, what do you mean he was that size? Okay, well, what was his game? Was he a sniper from the outside? No. The, the guy was <laughs> was going after yeah. in an era where you can hit people. You can hit people. <laughs> yes. Where Shaq is sitting there, where Ewing is sitting there, where Dikembe is sitting there. Alajuan kind of go all through. It, it takes a second. You forget, right? Like, and I think you bringing up the question makes you appreciate it more. That Shaquille O'Neal dominated the NBA makes perfect sense. Yeah. That that Wilt, LeBron, Kareem, LeBron James dominate. Yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense to me. I it, look at him. He, he doesn't. He looks like he's Giannis an, doing it, what he's doing. Of course it does. Mm-hmm. Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson was six feet tall, one hundred and sixty some pounds, and smashing guys. Well, I'll just and, and let's let's go back to it. If I say okay, well Steph Curry. Well, Steph Curry, look what he's doing. Steph is the greatest shooter of all time. The greatest shooter of all time. It's not like AI dominated the league because he was hitting 25-footers. No. He was going to the basket. Uh, your autocorrect. Oh, you don't need to know this one, Slee. This is John. You're an Apple guy. You can. It's yes. for everybody that's not Slee. Um, Mason's I, a really big Apple guy. When you type in a certain word when you're frustrated, like this blanking guy, yeah. and it autocorrects to ducking, they fixed it. <laughs> It's not going to autocorrect to ducking anymore. Really? That's part of the new iOS. You'd have to have downloaded the new iOS. I think I did. Did you? I'm going to send you a text. (laughs) We'll see what it says. And uh, we'll see. Send Trav, you ducking suck. Uh, (laughs) See what happens. (laughs) No, you got to send the other one and see if it goes. Hey, no. Should I spell it correctly or incorrectly? Use the 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 one we can't say. Okay. And we'll see if. And it, it's if the it, new iOS. So I don't right. know. You had to have your phone updated and everything. Right. So if it, if it hasn't okay. been, see, did it come through? It came through with the full Monty. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so look, it didn't. Yeah. It didn't autocorrect. It didn't autocorrect. It, it came. Oh, now I hurt Slee's feelings. It was, it was made up text. Yeah. It, so it's uh, you must have the the new update, John. You, yes. You made I'm one of those guys. Me and my son. My wife is 25 updates behind. My son and I, as soon as we see the little circle, I can't do the red numbers. The the or the white number on the red little bubble. Yeah. The second I, I got it. Yeah, me too. The I pixel. Have I don't have it. any issue. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that works. No autocorrect, no, nothing. It doesn't. Say, <laughs> it doesn't say duck you. No, <laughs> yeah. no, it, it doesn't. It that would work. Something Mace, else. We gotta get Mason in here. That would work. These are, these are some work. of his favorite texts ever. Perfect. <laughs> we were talking. It's uh, Iverson's birthday, John. He turns yeah. forty-seven today. Yeah, yesterday was the twenty-second anniversary the of the Tai Lu step over. Yeah. Have you ever seen a small guy? dominate the way that Iverson did. No, and he was unguardable in 2001. I mean, when he dropped 48, I th- I think it's still the postseason record for an opponent points scored at Staples Center, now Crypto.com Arena. Okay. Gilbert Arenas has the 60-point game. Kobe's got the record, 81. Opponents, Arenas 60, and postseason opponent, Iverson 48. I don't think anybody's ever had more than that. We were saying... That Shaq dominated the NBA makes perfect sense. 
right? Yeah. You just leave. Sure. Le- LeBron dominates. He's like, yeah, of course he did. These are the guys that that Steph Curry changed the game because he had this one skill that was so far and beyond what everybody yep. else did. Literally the greatest. But yep. Iverson was slight. He was not particularly tall. Was he six feet, six one? Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe six one. Okay. Six that. And he dominated the league, and not just because he scored a bunch of points, but he was the most popular. He had a cultural impact on the league like only a handful of guys have had. What was it about that guy that just resonated with everybody? Insane handle. Like he, he A couple of times, there's video out there of him faking Michael Jordan out of He's, his shoes. I was talking yeah. about that. And uh, so insane handle and ability to score from anywhere on the court. If you didn't go out and guard him, he would bury a three in your face. And if you did go out and get right up on him, he'd dribble right around you and get to the relentless get into the basket. The hole, relentless, yeah. yeah, He'd go right at Shea. He'd go right at everybody in the league. He yeah, was completely probably fearless. burned himself, burned his career out by lifestyle earlier than he wanted to. By the time he he was out of Philly and he, he tried to go to Denver, tried to go to Memphis, Detroit, didn't too, have his right? speed anymore. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, but he's unbelievable player for a little guy and gave too. us one of the greatest rants of all time. You know that there's an ad now. With him and Kevin Hart, and where Ice they're, T, yeah, where they're mimicking. Fun of it, yeah. they're we mimicking in here that. talking about yeah. practice. Unbelievable. Let's do a little supercross talk. You know that means that Mace is back. The little woo woo. How was a few days off? It was nice. It was nice. I did. You know, there's a difference between a trip and a vacation. Yes, I, was I agree about this. So we went on a vacation where we just sort of laid around, yeah. read mineral waters, all that kind of stuff. It was not a trip. We didn't. Now, Slee, you went on a Slee trip. Takes trips. I think. Yeah, it's a lot of work. You went to see the Joshua Tree and all that stuff. A lot right? of work out there too. Yeah, where'd yeah, you go, so, Mace? Uh, went to a place in Desert Hot Springs uh, called Azure. Uh, with uh, hot mineral springs, like mm. 11 different pools and really healthy food. I was eating uh, plant-based stuff, which I don't normally eat. And? So, uh, you know what? The tempeh Reuben mm. wasn't so sure about. The black bean burger, pretty good. The, the whole point of black the Black bean burger, fine, beef. but I didn't the, hear anything the tofu about, of any of that, uh, I can't do a that. A green or a fairway <laughs> or a... a nope. I, that's the that's whole point the of the That's the difference. Mace, here's what's crazy, is... John came with me to Joshua Tree. No, no two days, two yeah, days. Well, I, I, I didn't me sleep. As a Joshua I Tree bailed, kind of guy. I bailed after one day when I found out there was no glamping. <laughs> yeah, there no were no glamping. sheets on yep. the bed. I yeah. was out. We, That's where the doors went and did acid. Out in Joshua, Not I don't think they're the only ones. Do you do now? Have you do? Do, you do take I do some acid? Mo- do, you take, do you take some Molly out there while you're looking at the rock formations? Hundred like, percent. What's the stuff that Aaron Rodgers takes? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Yeah. There you go. Try, Try everything out there. So I was listening to you guys uh, today, and uh, I heard you talk about VCRs. It's National VCR Day. So the one thing I love and miss about VCR. First of all. I missed so much good TV because there was no DVR. Right. Right. I mean, right. DVR made it. it was That's really, the point I was making. It was really hard to tape a show and then get Possibly. it right, and then you do record over it and all that stuff. But the one thing I miss is you used to be able to walk into somebody's house, look at their VHS collection, and kind of know who they are. You you would and it by the way it was the same with bookshelves when yeah. people oh, used yeah. to have books. Now I have a Kindle, but if you walk in and you look at somebody's bookshelf, you say, "Oh yeah, I got you pretty much figured what, what, out." What are you looking for? Somebody like, okay, I can get along with this guy, and what is like, I got to get it the hell out of here. You know, I, <laughs> this there, isn't going to work. There at are all. certain movies like I like a good classic, right? Because so, a good classic like comedies that are on there. I mean, I, I went to uh, this guy's house uh, years and years ago. It was actually in, in France. He had a huge collection. And it was all great oldie films, right? So we watched His Girl Friday. And I'm like, I know who that guy is. That guy's a film historian. He loves all the old stuff. Or if somebody's edgy, then they've got The Shining, or they've got Clockwork Orange, or they've got 2001 A Space Odyssey. Different guy. There's that There's <laughs> that guy, right? So you can kind of tell who they're... Am I talking too much today? You're, you're, I feel like I'm really <laughs> so well, you've friggin' been, amped you've up. You've been out for... So you've got like five days of pinup. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, okay, and then I almost another feel like thing. we're in the way. Yeah. Like we should just we should take off. And another thing. <laughs> Keep going. No, there, yeah. was, there was a bunch of stuff so, you said today. on that subject... Michael would, Buble eating the corn. That's a weird thing. Never yeah, saw the picture. It's, it's, Did you hear about Michael Bublé eating the corn? He eats it like Mookie Betts. Yeah. No, so Mookie does not. Here's the Mookie does not. Eat. Oh, come on, John. Look at this. Who eats corn like that? 
That's weird. That is just weird. That is bizarro world. Yeah, he looks like he's eating a popsicle. Mace, Mace, Padres, (laughs) Padres, Dodgers from a month ago. Let's say yes. ESPN has Mookie mic'd up. Yes, and they're talking about, hey, is this a rivalry? Is it not? Whatever. Some of the signs they were talking about. What what are some of the? There are a lot of signs out in the outfield. What are some of the signs that he said? Somebody said somebody a Padre fan put a sign: Mookie eats corn. The long way, or whatever the description. Right. So Mookie tells a story on air, and that's when you said that's how Mookie eats it. Mookie does not eat corn that way. <laughs> that was just no, an that accusation. Was just sign. Yes, it was <laughs> an accusation. Yeah. Is exactly a sign right. on national TV. <laughs> Michael Bublé apparently does. So I'm debating whether or not to tell this story. Do it. Then you have to. Then yeah. you should. Do it. Because although I had one yesterday, Bergman was going, do it, do it, do it. And then I told Bergman in the break what I was going to say. He, he said, goes, oh, do I'm it. so glad you didn't do that. But, but this one I think I can get oh, away. Oh, great. Mason, Mason is going to get nervous, but you guys won't care. Okay. I walked into somebody's house once. And they had like four books on the shelves about Scientology. And mm. I made up an excuse and left. <laughs> Did you really? I did. I go, well, I might get indoctrinated into like a cult or something. I'm you know, out. They are you a, go huge, clear before they're you a huge advertiser oh, now. They're, they're throwing everywhere. ads everywhere. Yeah, are they advertising everywhere. here? No, not okay. here. Not, not here. They're not a sponsor. Not Tra- anymore. Who's Tra- going to take Tra- that Travis endorsement? Travis, you're going to do that endorsement, Travis? Well, I don't think I'm getting that endorsement. All right. Uh, can I do it in my messy voice? Can I do the Scientology read in the messy voice? Do whatever you need. Well, no, but you know what it is? It's all this- Going clear. (laughs) (laughs) They have ads Uh, everywhere. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. David Miscavige is like, uh, if you haven't heard about science, you have to hear it from us. us. Exactly. The the one thing, well, you know, there's a lot of conversation now because what happened with golf, with Liv and PGA merging about how everybody has a price. Mm -hmm. Clearly. So so if if Scientology came to you with an over the top ridiculous price, you in? Probably. Yeah. You're buying? Most people are. Probably. You're in on Xenu? <laughs> I, I, look, I would need to study a little bit. I'm, I'm not familiar or with believe the, me, that's with the, the whole thing. You hold your two damn out. cans and you try to figure it out. Uh, look, I... I uh, by the way, what if you have to do with the show? The by the way, way I, have, I have a friend who's a Scientologist. Some of my best friends are Scientologists and it's okay. <laughs> what if he has sure. to do his show from there? Oh, from? He's got the, the live broadcast. He stays yeah. there. Look, they a lot of successful people. Very, oh, I'm just saying, crazy months. Ma- Mason yeah. and I one time win live uh, from Scientology. <laughs> what hurricane was it that wiped out New Orleans? Was that Hugo? Uh, uh, Harvey. No, I Katrina don't was the Katrina. Big one. Katrina. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Katrina. so Katrina yeah. wipes out New Orleans, and all these kids end up moving to California because they had nowhere else to go. And so Mason and I said, "We're going to do something nice for those guys. We're going to take them to a Dodger game." So we rent a couple of buses. And we find out that where they're staying is that, remember this, at the site? Oh, maybe you bailed out late. It was at the Scientology Center. Oh, no, had, that's where the buses were, right. right? Yeah. Yeah, where we had to go meet them. Yep. And I thought to myself, I'm not going inside. <laughs> I just get the yeah. kids to come out. But I'm, I'm not going inside. I have, the horn. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a fascinating religion. I have no real knowledge it. of it whatsoever. I do know that I don't my, have enough knowledge I of used it. to have the I same don't. manager as, I guess I can say this, I used to have the same manager as Leah Remini, who has oh, yeah. become uh, an outspoken critic of Scientology. And uh, one day we were at uh, we were at Jerry's Famous Deli, we were having breakfast, and I had no idea that Leah Remini was a Scientologist. And I said something... Uh, you were with it? her or with the manager? Negative. No, no, no. With her. Okay. A- and the manager. We're okay. all having breakfast together and i said something about scientology she just gets up and walks out and my manager looks at me and says she is a scientologist whoops like, oh oh, well. oh oh have you called her since <laughs> he doesn't have that manager no anymore. yeah, yeah don't have that manager to, exactly what i had some other notes about your show today uh yeah. let's see we didn't know what we were talking why about does taylor hate michael buble so much why did he throw away michael buble it feels like it's a genre thing yes I just hate Christmas. Yeah, Buble is that what it is? No, I'm Michael joking. Buble. Everybody's mom loves Michael Buble. Susan likes Michael Buble. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Moms adults love, contemporary. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Yeah, a- AC. I've never seen Taylor have such a beef with somebody. I he just came out and said, "Who cares?" I'm going to take a stab in the dark. I bet you are a fan, John, of Michael Buble. Yeah, yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah, he's good. 
Because I like Sinatra, and he right. sings a lot of songs like that. He's like right. a modern-day Sinatra. Bu, 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 yeah. bu, he's but he's no real Sinatra. He's not anything close he, to Sinatra. He also was a musical <laughs> guest on SNL, and our people at SNL said he was great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He goes on Dan Patrick's show a lot, and is really Boo funny. Boo Boy does? Yeah. No, he's not going on the Travis nope. Sliwa show. <laughs> no, yeah. he'll come on with me and Al. Al and I no, didn't Taylor, say Taylor, Taylor, Taylor will not him up on him. Hang on him up. So you mentioned... Buble and the crooners, right? That yeah. you like those guys. You mentioned Saturday Night Live. This is a reach. Do you guys watch I Think You Should Leave on Netflix? No. Tim Robinson, who was a no. staff writer at Saturday Night Live for a while. And it's a series of really short skits. They're like two minutes long. Right. Sketches, excuse me. And it's he has one called The Singing Crooner, where he has like a little He's hilarious. Hat yep. and a cigar. There's decals on the window of his car, so he has to drive right next to somebody so it looks like he's Sinatra. Right. And it's the most bizarre settings of comedy. I know you, if you're a Saturday Night Live guy, yeah. you would love it. And it's it. called I Think You I Should think Leave. I Think You Should Leave. And they just dropped a new season, and it is They've had a few seasons. There's a sign weird. when you walk into Michael Thompson's house that says exactly that. <laughs> yeah. I think you should leave. I think uh, you will Tim Robinson's it. funny. He's and he's it, it, weird. It awkward as hell, Super, but you, funny. If you're a you're an SNL guy, you will. By the way, the like good uh, the new show that I discovered uh, is Platonic with Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne. It's on Apple, and it is Funches was talking about hilarious. It's good, guys, really, Italy, really. Funny. You guys brought up something on Factor Cap today. Rattle off what 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 were the Fact and Cap tattoo? One so we did tattoos, tattoo. VCRs. Tattoo uh, and and getting a tattoo of a person on oh, your body. Okay. Yeah. So one time, Mason and I just goofing around. We it wasn't even a bit. Just goofing around said, uh, "If anybody gets a Mason in Ireland tattoo, we'll put you on the air." And some kid who was an aspiring sportscaster did it. Christian Flores. Flores. Christian Flores. Yeah. And he was. Great. He was great. On really? The air. And he great. Had, we had him. We had what him, was the tattoo? He, our, like the Mason the and logo? Ireland crest. Like the, the logo. logo. Not it's your faces. His, yeah, it's no. on his leg. Okay. It's on his uh, calf. And, and it and, looked really cool. So we basically had him come in and host Fast Track, what we called it back, what we now call What's Up Fool. Yeah. And he came Completely in. Completely different bit, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> they all are. Exactly <laughs> the same bit, which, by the way, is the same thing as Factor Cap. They're all the same. Uh, but he came in. And nailed it, and we found out that he was a veteran, a military yep. veteran, and so we brought him back for the Veterans Day show, because on the Veterans Day show, we always bring on a bunch of veterans, Yeah, and he killed it again. Yeah. And we had, we didn't we introduce him to Brian I Long? I think we introduced he, him to Brian Long down in San Diego. a cluster of, telev- of yeah. uh, radio stations and I think down he was, San Diego. I think he was working a little bit with yeah, them. Yeah, and Brian put him on the air. I yeah. mean, he was, he, like, it, it was, and, and we asked, we thought, who would be crazy enough to do that? Did you um, know this article? In the San Diego Union okay, Tribune so there, on him. Oh, somebody, did you actually find it? I yeah. found. I typed his name in. There's an article in the San Diego Union Tribune. Marine oh. vet proves his love for sports chat show with tattoo, and it goes in all the details. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah he and, and great guy. Yeah, and wait, so we completely lucked into okay. it. That, By the way, I like sports chat show. That's <laughs> yeah, that's sports, just, Mason in Ireland gone. We're sports, just afternoon we're just sports chatting, chat show chatting. on seven ten ESPN. Yeah. The guy, the only time that I've seen somebody do something Chat similar fight. to that was when we, when I was working for Jim, yep, and we did a tour stop in Albuquerque, yep, and the guy we waits in line to sign the autographs. Jim signing autographs, chit chit chatting with everybody, and dude had Jim in his suit. It was like a kind of a caricature version mm. of yeah. Jim, but but the, a full tattoo of him from the back of his knee down to his Achilles. Ooh, and it was a Jim Rome tattoo, not of the Jim Rome show. Of Jim Rome, it was. Wow. Put like I said, now everybody was fully aware of his positioning. The Give rest that of the guy. Day. A By the way, did you hear, let him swing through. Did you hear yesterday Suppressive. that part of your life cost somebody Mandy tickets? Did you hear that? No. no. What happened? So we had a pair of Mandy's tickets to give away. Okay. So I came up with a quiz. Oh right, 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 right. With right. five parts on this quiz, and I said I have deliberately written this quiz so somebody. At that listens to the station all day mm. will win the main. Oh, tickets. nice! If you don't listen to the station all day, you're not going to win. Don't try. Okay. So the first guy comes on, and the first question was, "Give me the names of all three of Michael Thompson's kids." Okay. And uh, and they did that. Okay. And Clay, then, Michael, and Trace. Right. 
the second question was, before he hosted a show for us, Travis Rogers produced one of the most successful sports talk radio shows in the country. What show did Travis produce? And I could tell the guy's like, oh, God, I go, take a guess. It's a really big sports show. And the wow, like, he didn't know. Oh, oh, oh. I, I don't know. So the next guy got it. And the third question was, the trip up the third guy was, Chris Morales' father was on the radio for two plus decades as an AM radio DJ. What's his first name? So eventually somebody worked past that. Right. Then the fourth question was, Lindsay Fulton, who used to produce our show and now produces Sedano and Cap, is from what Midwestern city? They got that. And the last one, I think which everybody I, knows that. Okay, the last <laughs> one, which I thought for sure was going to trip somebody up, and, he, and it didn't, was what is the official name of Steve Mason's podcast? Oh, and, and that he, tripped him up? Nope. Got it. Oh, got it. Nice. And, and so we'll see him on Saturday. Nice. He's coming to the main. Cool. It's finally, and it's been, I haven't worked for Jim in. 14 years. Wow. Has it been that long? It has. Wow. It, it, and I'm, but I thought it was kind of common knowledge it, about you. I, I thought a, so, too. A big part of your I life. I thought you were still it, doing it. <laughs> I do it <Yeah>. on weekends. <laughs> right be, it on right weekends. between this show and Locked on Lakers, <laughs> I thought, <laughs> Locked on Rams. Rams. I thought I it was were... still in the mix. <laughs> yeah. I like the David Locke tattoo on the back. <laughs> That's a very good, good idea. Right? Yeah. That was Andy and Brian both had to get David Locke tattoos <laughs> to get that gig. David didn't even blink. He thought it was good. Why not? Super Crosstalk brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out, what a hamburger is all about. We'll see you tomorrow.